0: Hello, I'm Keith, and this is my dad, Kermit. Welcome back to Father and Son, a Star Wars podcast.
1: Thank you very much for joining us once again. Well, the Book of Boba Fett, the series ended uh just last week, but we're not yet done talking about Boba Fett, right? Oh, of course not. Now, so on this episode, we're going to discuss a Disney Plus documentary called Under the Helmet: The Legacy of Boba Fett. And there's also an animated short on Disney Plus called The Story of the Faithful Wookiee, which features Boba Fett's first appearance on television, all right? So let's start with talking about the documentary. And just so you know, it's gonna be a spoiler review on both. So if you have not seen the documentary- Watch or them the,
0: both on Disney Plus before you come to
1: us. Exactly, and then come back and then we'll discuss, all right? So here we go, Under the Helmet, The Legacy of Boba Fett. So it takes place in Marin County, California, uh, with the introduction of the Boba Fett design by the uh, concept designer and illustrator, Rob McQuarrie, and visual effects artist, Joe Johnston.
0: So the Boba Fett suit was originally originally used to design super troopers, basically like elite versions of stored troopers, and there were supposed to be 100 suits designed, but because of budget constraints, they couldn't do it because they didn't have enough money to make 100 suits. So George Lucas came up with the idea, like, let's not make this a bunch of the same suit. Let's make it one person who's a bounty hunter.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. All right, so there was a prototype that was created, right? And you see a video of Ben Burt, who was the sound designer of the Star Wars films, and he's showing a prototype of the suit being worn by the editor, Dwayne Dunham. Um, and it has the same features that we see that we know Boba Fett uh, used today. So there's a rangefinder, a flamethrower, dart throwing device, dart projectiles uh, from each knee, and the jetpack, right? And then they added later the sound of spurs and a poncho, right? Because the inspiration came from a character that Clint Eastwood played in uh, the Westerns of the 60s, the Sergio Leone films. Um, He played this man with no name character where he wore a poncho. In
0: the man with no name.
1: And and the spurs, right. Okay. And then um, Boba Fett, there was a... George Lucas decided that he was going to have Boba Fett appear in person at a parade, right? So this was in Marin County back in 1978, right? So this was two years before the Empire Strikes Back. And it's interesting because in this parade, you see Darth Vader, someone dressed as Darth Vader, walking down the path, the street, and standing next to Vader is a person wearing a, a Boba Fett suit. Now, I guess we not right. early and you know at the time we didn't know the name we probably didn't know the name of the character but we just saw this character walking down the street for the very first time these kids are running up to him and they're asking for his autograph and they've never seen his character before don't know anything about this character but boba fett was such a big hit at that time at the parade so that was pretty interesting
0: because nobody knew who he was he mm-hmm. had he got a very limited amount of screen time i think he had like Six lines and seven minutes and 32 seconds of screen time, something like that,
1: right? So, two years later, to your point,
0: yeah, that was the documentary.
1: Boba Fett appeared in the Empire Strikes Back, right? Yeah, for the first time on film. And you're right, he only has six lines and he only appeared in less than I don't know, six minutes of film, like you just yeah. said, yeah, something like that. So, no, wait,
0: I think it was six minutes, 32 seconds. Okay, all right, yeah, six yeah. minutes and 32 seconds of screen time,
1: very good. All right, so then, so we saw Boba Fett in the Empire Strikes Back. And then he came back and returned of the Jedi. And then the prequel trilogy was in place. So George Lucas then decided that he wanted, you know, that Boba Fett was such a, um, you know, fantastic uh, creation, you know, of a character. He wanted to make another character. And this time it was going to be called Django Fett, who would be Boba Fett's father, right? Or the clone, mm-hmm. um, the original clone. Um, and then uh, the actor that was um, asked to play. Django Fett was Tamara Morrison, right? So this was back in 1999. And the actor who played, you know, Boba Fett, little Boba Fett was Daniel Logan. Um, and then for continuity purposes, you know, there are times when George Lucas decided he wanted to go back and rework the original trilogy. And he um, added some things and created these special editions. And one of the things that he wanted to do uh, was to make sure that uh, you know, this person who you know as Jango Fett, who, who now becomes Boba Fett, is played by the same, or at least voiced by the same actor.
0: Yes, so the actor who did the original voice for Boba Fett in uh, in the original Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, Tamir Morrison said the lines instead of them.
1: Right, right. So they took the lines out from the original actor, the voice actor, and replaced those lines with Tamara Morrison. So now that when we hear Boba Fett or Django Fett is being played or heard coming from the same actor. And then, of course, we know that now in 2021, uh, Timurne 2020. Morrison right, returns as Boba Fett. Yes. Right. Okay. So that was a, a documentary. It's a 22-minute documentary. It's short, but it's a very well-informed. Um,
0: it's um, very good. Informa- very, good. Yeah, it's
1: very good, well-informed information. So we really, we highly recommend that you check it out. All right. So now we're going to go into talking about the story of the faithful Wookiee.
0: Yes, this was the uh, animated TV short that was shown. Of course, it didn't have a name in the holiday special, but they named it now, so.
1: hmm right.
0: I've got this part.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you got it. So
0: Luke, Leia, and 3PO and R2 are on board the RS Revenge, waiting for Hot Intruder to return on a search for a mystical talisman. So- for some reason, Chewie says the transmission Transmission hot is hanging upside down at the back of the ship and Chewie's piloting the Falcon on a collision course with the ship. Hmm. Right. Huh.
1: Yeah. And, you know, who is seeing this transmission? So, it was, uh, Luke and Leia. Yes, the Rebels. The Rebels are uh, getting this transmission from Chewie.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Chewie narrowly avoids the RS Revenge, the Rebel Cruiser, I mean... So Luke, 3PO, and R2 head out to find Han and Chewy in the pana system. But the Falcon crashes into an ocean of slime, and Luke's Y-Wing is devoured by this sea creature mm-hmm. thing. But yes, so somebody blasts the creature with the stumble and it wasn't Luke. So somebody is nearby. And it turns out to be Boba Fett. Right. So he appears and leads Luke and the droids back to the Falcon by creature back. So, uh, I'll line this out. Yeah, absolutely. Boba Fett appears and leads Luke and the droids to the Falcon by creature back. Luke watches Chewie toss out the talisman like through the trash chute and suddenly Luke just passes out and hits the floor. So it turns out that the talisman gives a sleeping effect to all humans near it. And the only way to keep Luke and Han alive is to, quote, let the blood rush to their head, unquote.
1: Which is why they're hanging upside down.
0: Yeah, so that's why Han was, like, hanging upside down. Mm -hmm. So Boba says that he knows there's a cure for the virus in the city and that he can get it. So, of course, Chewie decides to go with them. And even though Fett doesn't want him there because he has an ulterior motive, mm. he lets Chewie come. Right. But when they get to the gate of the city, Boba tells Chewie to stay behind. And he finds that cure pretty quickly, but not before making a secret transmission to Darth Vader.
1: Darth Vader shows up in this animated series. How about that?
0: Yep. And sounds like Vader.
1: <laughs> yes, it is. Yes. Yes. Yeah, James absolutely.
0: hmm so, Boba Fett sends the transmission, then once it's over, he picks up the cure, picks up Chewie, and then heads off. But, back on the Falcon, 3PO and R2 intercept the transmission, and find out that Boba's not a good guy at all. In fact, Vader's right hand man. So, once, once Luke and Han get the cure and are back on their feet, Luke invites, Luke invites Boba to stay with them and go back to the rebel base with them. But that's when R2 lets it all out. As 3PO has to translate that, R2 is angry because Luke called Boba an ally and a faithful friend. When he's really not, he's a backstabber, mm-hmm. and he works for Vader. Mm-hmm. So Boba just backs out slowly, and then says, we'll meet a grand friend, and jetpacks right out of his falcon.
1: Right. And then our team uh, just flies off and um, there's a question that Luke asked Chewie, like, how did you know yep. um, that he was not friendly?
0: Chewie's like, he just didn't smell right.
1: Right. So <laughs> Boba Fett just didn't smell right. So and that was that was the episode. So that was the, the nine minute short. It's about nine minutes long. Um, So just to give you a little bit of history about this uh, short. So this was a part of the Star Wars holiday special that aired on CBS in 1978. Um, And this was the first time that we were introduced, if you were around at that time, uh, that was the first time that, you know, someone like me did see Boba Fett before the films, right? So this was his first appearance. And then of course, two years later, we see him in The Empire Strikes Back, and then three years after that, in Return of the Jedi. And the voices for these characters are voiced by the actual actors yes. from the films. So we heard Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Anthony Daniels, and James O. Jones as Darth Vader.
0: But I gotta say, this book effect reminds me of the Mandalorian.
1: hmm th- Okay. Well, yeah. As a matter of fact, we're going to talk about this book on our next episode, all yes, right? part two. Yeah, so we're going to do a storybook time, and we this same episode that you can find on disney plus is is under the uh, disney vintage series uh, you should be able to find that 9 minute short there is also a little golden book based on that short so n- our next Keep episode this year. yes our next episode is going to be our story time where we will read this book called the story of the faithful wookiee all right so we hope you join us for that okay well thank you very much that is it for this episode that's our review of under the helmet and The Story of the Faithful Wookiee, both now available on Disney+. Plus. Keith, where can people find us?
0: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Amazon Music, Audible, Pandora, Spreaker, Red Circle, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Okay, thank you. We also have a YouTube channel. Please subscribe if you have not done so already. Those subscription numbers are very important to and us.
0: Google Podcasts. Don't forget. Google
1: Absolutely. Comments. And you can leave a review on any of your favorite streaming platforms. We would love to hear what you have to say. Those reviews are important as well. Uh, leave us a rating or leave us a comment. Yep. Um, and
0: don't forget to check out our website. Mm-hmm. All, all
1: right. Well, thank you very much. So thank you very much. So until our next episode, take care and we'll see you again.
0: And again, let us know in the comments if you have any ideas for, the, for other episodes.